y'all black females out here. Y'all don't understand the struggles of being a black man out here in America and not knowing whether or not you gonna make a home to your churn every night because of the police gunning you down. But don't y'all be out here gunning each other now? Okay, but we ain't talking about that. Hell, don't y'all be rapping about killing each other in music? We ain't talking about that either. We can talk about killing each other in rap music, but we don't like the police killing us. Stay on subject, woman. You brought up your kids. Tyrone, you don't even see your kids. And then, yeah, I be trying to see my kids. You know my baby mamas be tripping because I don't want to be with none of them, so they be holding my kids from me. You know that. Okay, but your baby mama saying you don't give them no child support either. Okay, but I still be going out my way to try to see them. They live five minutes from my house, Tyrone. That is out my way, woman. See, y'all, that's what we don't like y'all black women's mouths. Y'all run y'all mouth too much. Y'all always bringing up stuff to see relevant. Well, was you cheating on me, Irrelevant? I only cheated on you ten times. You act like I do it every day, bruh. See, that's why we date women of other races, man. Hey, Booz, hey. It is Lexus Exodus, leader of the Black Women Exodus. How are y'all doing? And like always, if you enjoy this content, please like and subscribe, please share, please comment in the comment section. Let me know that you're listening. Also, if you enjoy listening to my content on the go, the show is now available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for audio listeners. Go check out my Patreon community where you can get access to bonus episodes and exclusive content and also a private community of like-minded, divested women. It is linked below. Please also follow me on social media platforms. You can check me out everywhere on all platforms at Lexus Exodus. I also have a backup channel just in case something happens to this one. It is called Lex X. That's L-E-X-E-X. -E -E you can find all of this information in the description below. This is another installment of my series called The Blackistan Zoo, where we profile the dusty derelicts, crazy creatures and animals in Blackistan. So tonight I want to talk about Blackistan casualties this evening. So I want to discuss how Black women's loved ones often become casualties when we decide not to divest and when we engage in toxic relationships solely for the sake of whack love, despite how toxic and painful and traumatic they are, and when we mess with those who don't mean as well. So this happens often when women enter toxic and volatile, abusive relationships. So they'll be in situations where they are being emotionally, verbally, physically, and financially abused. And frequently what happens is this abuse isn't just isolated and solely targeted towards the woman in the relationship. Oftentimes what actually happens is the woman's family friends, and oftentimes her children become casualties and are victimized by the abuser as well. So that's what I want to talk about tonight, especially since recently there's been a news story circulating the internet recently about a Houston nine-year-old girl who had her life tragically taken from her and was shot execution style by her physically abusive mother's boyfriend. So that's what I want to talk about tonight. And needless to say, I'm going to give a trigger warning off the bat. This one is going to be a tough one that references violence against women and children. So if this is a sensitive topic for you, I recommend that you tread lightly. 
Okay, so now that we know more about the casualties that tend to happen during these tumultuous relationships, let's get into a few examples of this in these unfortunate circumstances. So I want to look at this first story about a woman who became a casualty and got shot after catching her friend's man cheating. So let's watch this and then we'll chat. It all started inside of the 10 pin bowling lounge. That's where family members say Tashana Anderson caught her friend's boyfriend with another woman. Soon that love scandal ending in tragedy. She told me to tell her daughter she loved her. And uh, after that, it just kept on like she was taking breath. She was trying to, you know, breathe. And it was like going away. LaShawn Anderson left barely able to walk after being shot through the thigh and watching her sister take her last breath. I'm telling her that you can make it. You can hold on because I know she's strong. This would be the final picture of the sisters taken inside of the bathroom at 10 pins in River North before Tashana went outside to meet her friend who was confronting her boyfriend. Caller, she's saying that, um, and shortly after one Saturday morning, LaShawn says she witnessed the unthinkable. She like, uh, she shot, he shot me, he shot me. LaShawn says she saw the man get out of the passenger side, punch her cousin to the ground before taking aim at the two sisters, both of them able to reach each other right here at this spot where LaShawn says she worked desperately to save her sister's life. I was putting pressure on her little wound that she got so it won't bleed out no more. But she never made it, and she says the alleged shooter drove off. Why would you shoot my sister? For no reason. She won't argue with him or nothing. Right. She won't never argue with him. She was taken up for her friend. Police say at this time, no one is in custody, as Tashana's family is now left grieving her sudden loss. I can't get the image out of my head, and I just wanted her to hold on like because she have a daughter and she only one child now i don't know the news goes too far like did we really have to see you guys video the exact location where this poor woman lost her life seriously as if this wasn't traumatizing enough but anyway so what happened here is there were two sisters at a bowling alley they saw their friends man cheating they confronted him and the cheating Nasnik knock shot the friend, and now the sister is dead. She's no longer here. So see what I mean how these women will engage in these very toxic and tumultuous relationships, and everyone else ends up paying the price, and the friends became casualties. Never, ever confront or get involved with a friend who is in a relationship like this. Um, I don't care if he's cheating or not. I know I had a friend long ago in Blackistan who I had to eventually divest from. We were um, in the same situation and I was privy to information that her man was cheating. I did not tell her because she was in an abusive situation. And also she would always take him back. Even though everyone knew he was cheating, we we knew if I, if I told her, I knew that she would take him back anyway. So I decided to keep that information to myself. Why would I get involved if you just gonna stay with the nigg nog anyway? <laughs> Why, why should I share that information and divulge that information with you? Because what ends up happening is they end up getting mad at the messenger. 
They end up getting mad at the person who relays, the friend who relays that information, trying to be a good friend. And they end up sticking with the nignog anyway. So I didn't share that information um, with her. And we ended up falling out because she was upset with me because of that. But this is what I mean. Don't ever do that. You never want to confront a dusty over cheating, um, especially if it's not even your situation. I, I learned that long ago. And this is why you can't even be around those experiencing intimate partner abuse. Establish distance. It's okay to love them, but from a distance. Even the police will say these are the scariest calls that they get because they're often the most deadliest situations are domestic disputes. So, and you got to think about it. It makes sense because a piece of trash bag that hits women, he has no boundaries. He don't care. He has no low. He's already become a bully and is victimizing defenseless, innocent women. So he's going to take your ass out, too. He has no morals. He don't give a F. That's why it's very, very important to be very, very diligent about who you decide to allow around your family and friends. You don't want them to become casualties like these poor women did. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Keep black women's names out your f***ing mouth. I said, keep black women's names out your f***ing mouth. Seriously, guys, are you tired of all the negativity and toxicity black women are subjected to in media, music, and online? We are ridiculed, denigrated, and berated daily, and I'm sick of it. That's why I created a private safe space for black women that focuses on divestment, development, and self-empowerment. My private Patreon is for Black women only and is a community where we are affirmed, encouraged, supported, and uplifted. For the cost of a coffee, get access to my Patreon community, which consists of a private Discord group to connect with like-minded Black women, add free bonus content, exclusive private lives, and much, much more. You can check it out on patreon.com slash Lexus Exodus. The link is also listed below. Shout out to my exes. Okay. I also want to look at this next story where this next woman's mother became a casualty during a domestic dispute with her partner and she ended up getting shot. So let's watch this and then we will chat. First on Fox, St. Louis police want your help finding a man wanted in connection with a double shooting. Police say the suspect shot his ex-girlfriend and her mother during a domestic dispute. Fox 2's Jeff Bernthal is live downtown with reaction to this crime. Jeff? Yeah, disturbing crime here. St. Louis police responding at 10 a.m. on Sunday tonight. They are still looking for the suspect. Advocates for survivors of domestic abuse say they are seeing the violence escalate against victims and say more help is needed. St. Louis police released these images and a photo of the man they're looking for. They say it was Sunday morning when Eric Rogers was at this corner gas station near Grand and Natural Bridge when he abducted an ex-girlfriend after shooting her and her mother. 
he eventually dropped the victim off. So we're seeing more gun violence, gun crimes towards victims. Um, so it's becoming more and more severe. Diamond Diva Empowerment Foundation provides support for domestic abuse survivors. Dent says this most recent case is a disturbing reminder of how prevalent domestic violence has become. We don't want that to be our norm, you know, and it almost seems like it's getting. Don't take it lightly. Um, it, it's definitely affecting everybody. It affects families. It, just not the individual. It's just not a family thing. It's a community thing. We will have a link with more information for you that you can find at fox2now.com or use the Fox 2 News app. Also, if you have a tip in Sunday's shooting and you'd like to remain anonymous and be eligible for a reward, you can call Crime Stoppers. Reporting live downtown, Jeff Bernthal, Fox 2 News. Okay. So he kidnapped the girlfriend. Not only did he kidnap her, but he shot at the mother too. This was a double shooting where the damn mama was victimized. And just like this woman said, it's a family issue. It's not just an individual issue because this abuse isn't typically isolated towards just the partner. It isn't. You know, the Dusties will come for everybody in their paths, friends, family, even a mama not safe. And you don't want your loved ones being victimized in this manner due to being in the wrong relationship. OK, so we got to be very careful and be very diligent about who we decide to enter romantic partnerships with. Okay, so I want to get to this story about this woman whose nine-year-old daughter became a casualty in a domestic dispute she had with someone that she was trying to break up with. And she didn't want to be with the Dusty any longer. And in response, he took the life of her poor defenseless daughter. So let's watch this and then we will chat. Yeah, sure, Ben. You know, I spoke directly with the detective who interviewed that mother at the hospital. He says this woman's ex-boyfriend, Jeremiah Jones, intentionally shot her nine-year-old daughter out of what they believe is revenge, upset about their recent breakup. Now, this all happened, they say, while this little girl's two younger siblings, a seven-year-old and one-year-old, were in the bedroom with her and saw everything that happened. The horrific shooting took place in a third-floor apartment here at Camden Heights, located off Oxford Street. This is seen video from overnight. Investigators say mom and her three daughters were watching a movie in their room when Jones suddenly showed up coming into the apartment through the unlocked front door, which was left open, they say, by the mom's cousin who lives with them. Police say Jones then confronted the mom and ripped a TV off the wall. Investigators say the two then ended up in the living room where the argument continued and Jones demanded to see her phone, accusing her of cheating before he went back to the bedroom and shot the nine-year-old in the head. Mom tells police he came back out and shot her before taking off. Mom and daughter were rushed to a hospital where the nine-year-old later died. Mom, who was shot in the shoulder, is expected to survive. Her other two girls were not hurt and are now with family. Investigators say this mother had previously filed reports against Jones, who has a lengthy criminal history and was already out on bond for an unrelated charge. They say he'll be facing aggravated assault and capital murder charges in relation to this deadly shooting. Meanwhile, Jones's brother actually showed up here at the scene earlier, uh, claiming that his brother was being wrongfully accused. He says that Jones was somewhere else at the time of the shooting and that they even have an alibi to prove it. He says his brother will be turning himself in to police later today. Now, we've reached out to HPD for clarification on those claims. Sherman. Okay, so 
this woman's boyfriend was upset because she broke up with him and decided she didn't want to be with him any longer. There was a dis domestic dispute that happened. He showed up to her house with a gun. He shot the mother during this incident in the shoulder, then fatally shot the nine-year-old daughter in the head, execution style. And he did all of this in front of the baby siblings. So now this little girl is gone, all because this Dusty was mad at her mother. This innocent baby lost her life. Okay, so she was a casualty and was innocent and had nothing to do with these adults, these grown adults nonsense. And now she's gone. So I want to look at the mother's response before we start to unpack this and before we start to delve deeper. Let's look at the mother's response to this tragic event. And again, trigger warning, this is a heavy, heavy conversation tonight, but it is needed. Um, this is important to spread awareness about this. And then also, uh, I think there are several takeaways that we can take from this situation. So let's look at the mother's response. So here's the mother here. Here's the daughter, the nine-year-old, and here's the ex-boyfriend, okay? And she posts, how could you do this to me? How could you hurt my baby, somebody I love so much because I didn't want to be with you? So you come and try and take my life and take the life of my baby. You are sick. I'm sick to my stomach. Please stay away from these crazy ass niggas. I'm going to repeat that. Because that's the moral of tonight's conversation. She says, please stay away from these crazy ass niggas. Okay? I'm going to say it louder for the folks in the back who can't hear me, who are hard of hearing. She says, please, like my heart is broken. I'm torn into pieces. I lost a part of me. I can never get back. I will never be the same again. Hashtag justice for Kylie. I love you, baby. And then she goes on to say, how can you sit on here and say, I threaten you? So apparently he's responded and said that she's threatened him, which doesn't make any sense. If she did threaten you as a grown man, how does that result in you coming to her house with a gun and ending the life of her child? That doesn't make any sense. But we'll, we'll get more into that later. Um, and she says... I got over 50 police reports from you stalking my house, effing my car up, harassing me, blowing up my phone, popping up at my house that give you the right to shoot my daughter. Okay. So I need for you guys to pay attention to this before we move on, Black women. Okay. Really be aware of the grieving and mourning and the pain that this woman is experiencing right now. And I can't imagine as a mother, the pain and turmoil and the agony, the agony really that this woman is currently going through after experiencing something like this. So pay attention to this. I don't wish this type of pain and suffering on my worst enemy. I just don't. I think that the worst pain in this world has to be the loss of a child, especially over something as silly as dating the wrong person and wanting to break up with them. I do not want this to happen to you guys. So pay close attention to tonight's conversation. This is going to be a tough one, but it's going to be an important one with several takeaways and several gems that I need for you guys to receive from tonight's conversation, okay? Okay, so let's keep going. So she also posts text messages from him so he says, bro, I can fix everything. Are you serious, Brittany? He's pleading for her to stay because she's saying that it's over. Um, she says, you don't constantly cheat on somebody you live with and want to marry or keep hurting them. 
bro, I haven't cheated. What the F? Please leave me alone. Please, man. Bye. Bro, I told you I will give you my passwords. Bye, Jay. And he says, please don't do me like this. Okay. And then she posts, I'm over it. This is too much for me, man. I can't deal with this. That, that text is showing what type of nigga he is. He needs help. Our relationship had nothing to do with my child. You should have took my life. You had the gun pointed at my head. Why didn't you pull it? SMH, you are a coward. Okay. So she shares text conversations that illustrate that he did all of this over him getting caught cheating. Do y'all hear me? He was in the wrong. So he wounded her, he harmed her, and then also took the life of her innocent child. What have I said, Black woman, about this? If you've watched me before, you've heard me say this previously. If you've dated Dusty's before, you already know this. These fools are so unhinged and are so toxic. They will betray you. They will do you dirty and you'll catch them cheating. They'll turn around and get mad at you and will harm you because of their F-bugs. I've had it happen to me. I've gotten hemmed up before after catching someone cheating and choked up. Thank God I was able to walk away from that situation. But this is what they do, y'all. And I remember back then thinking the nerve, the nerve. Because if, if it's one thing that black men have, it's the unmitigated goal. It's the nerve. They ain't got nothing else, but they got the nerve. This dusty nigga got caught being unfaithful. So he gets mad at her and takes out all that anger out on her innocent daughter, takes her daughter out. And she even says, why you take it out on my child, dummy? Like, what a monster. She says you should have taken me. Good God, y'all. I can't imagine the insufferable pain that this woman is going through. Now this woman has to live with the fact that the man that she was in a former relationship with ended the life of her innocent child. Y'all, let's keep going. And this is the beautiful baby, y'all. This is the poor, gorgeous little girl whose life has been tragically taken, who is no longer with us. Nine years old. That's how old my kiddo is. He's 10. My Lord. And I know this is a tough one, but I really feel convicted today to share this with you guys, especially as a content creator in the BWE space and as a black woman, especially who formerly dated with a child from a former marriage. I really feel convicted today to one, spread awareness about this issue and about how black women and girls are being harmed in such um, a tragic manner, but also to spread awareness about the importance of being very careful very diligent and very particular about who we bring around our children and our loved ones, okay? We don't want innocent children and family members and friends to become casualties like this. You have to be on guard and very vigilant when you're dating, especially with children, y'all, especially with children. And of course, you, sh you should be careful and you should vet in general whether you're a mother or not. We know that. We, we know that. That's that's common sense, okay? But you especially have a moral obligation to vet meticulously when you have kids, y'all. 
when you have children who did not ask to be here, when you have living, breathing, defenseless, weak beings whose lives are solely dependent on the decisions that you make, we have to be painstakingly tedious with the things that we do. You have to be extremely diligent with the vetting process and with recognizing red flags and with not allowing people around your children. All right? I don't care if he red, white, black, blue, or purple. And let me be clear. I understand. Let me be clear before the detractors start coming to my page. This is not the mother's fault. It isn't whatsoever. This poor woman is the victim here. And she was victimized and she experienced a very brutal, violent, traumatizing, life-changing event all at the hands of the monster, the culprit who did this. That being said, I do think that there are takeaways here, though, that are important that Black women need to collectively learn from and take away from this tragedy. Like I said, be very careful with who you allow to be around your children. Guard them, protect them. I've said this before, I'm very vocal about this. Once my former relationship ended, I did not allow anyone around my children at all. Oh, I said children, I only have one. <laughs> I didn't allow anyone around my kid at all. I personally had a rule when I was single that I wouldn't allow anyone around him until after a year of dating. And I still lived my life, I still dated. I still met people. I still enjoyed myself, but my child was my number one priority. Okay. I did not bring anyone around him. And as a matter of fact, still to this day, the only person who's ever met my child is my husband. And that was only after a year of us dating because I understood as a mother, I lost the right to do what I want to do when I decided to lay down and birth my child. And I've gotten feedback and criticism over that, especially when I was dating, where guys thought that was very extreme. You know, but guess what? Guess what? I had a caller call into my show recently who said her mother didn't date at all. She didn't date at all. Once it didn't work out with her father, she was intentionally single and celibate until her kids were grown and until they were adults out of the house. She opted to solely focus on the raising and rearing of her children for 18 years. And I think that's incredibly admirable. I'm not saying to go that far to an extreme. It's commendable, but it is extreme. I understand that everybody is not going to do that. But what I'm saying is when you have children, your priorities are your children. Period. It's not your wants and your personal desires. It's not... Um, your extended family and friends are going out and having a good time. Certainly not your love life. That's not your priority. It just isn't. Sorry, you lost that. You lost that privilege once you decided to birth children into this world. They're your priority. Okay. So I want to keep going because I want to further illustrate how tragic and senseless this incident was. So let's look at the monster's response to all of this and these allegations. 
And we begin with the Fox 26 exclusive. We're learning that a man who's wanted for allegedly shooting his ex-girlfriend and killing her nine-year-old daughter is claiming that he didn't do it. And Fox 26's Domly Keith spoke with him today. She joins us live from Northwest Houston at the apartment complex where the little girl was killed. Domly. Yeah, the nine-year-old little girl was a member of HPD's PAL program, Police Activities League, and she was gunned down here inside her own apartment. The man who's now charged with her murder says he is innocent. Jeremiah, let me ask you, did you shoot your ex and her nine-year-old daughter? No, ma'am. As a manhunt is underway for 22-year-old Jeremiah Jones, he spoke with me on Zoom, telling me he wasn't there at his ex-girlfriend's apartment and saying he did not do it. But why would his ex-girlfriend tell police he's the one who opened fire on her and her daughter? Honestly, ma'am, I really don't. I really don't know. I'm just trying to get all of this resolved. I'm trying to because I was at a gas station on camera minutes before they say, within probably like 15 to 20 minutes before they even say said that this happened. Houston police say it was just before 10 p.m. Monday when Jones's ex-girlfriend says he burst into her northwest Houston apartment. There was a short struggle and, she, and the kids stayed in the bedroom and she was out in the living room and before she was even shot he went directly to the bedroom and for the most part executed this nine-year-old girl. Jones's ex-girlfriend ended up shot in the shoulder and was rushed to the hospital where she's expected to survive. Her nine-year-old daughter was shot and killed. Houston Police Chief Troy Finner says, quote, this senseless act of domestic violence hits home for me and the HPD family. That sweet child was a member of our Police Activities League program. It just makes me really sad just knowing that, you know, the little girl didn't make it. People are just shooting people now and it's okay and I'm not okay with that. It's honestly, it's heartbreaking to hear. I, I'm devastated. Meanwhile, Jones, who is out of jail on bond for several charges, says he and his attorney are in the process of retrieving store surveillance video that he says will prove he was about 20 miles away from his ex-girlfriend's apartment when she and her daughter were shot. He says he's gonna turn himself in. I have no reason to hide. I have no reason to hide. I'm, I'm gonna turn myself in. I just want my lawyer to get all the proper documents for me. Now, Houston police investigators say they are pulling surveillance video of their own from here at the apartment complex, and they believe it will show that Jones was here at the complex. Now, two other children were also home during the shooting. They were not injured. They're now with family members. Houston police chief Troy Fenner is also urging Jeremiah Jones to turn himself in. Reporting live in Northwest Houston, I'm Domalee Keith, Fox 26 News. Okay. So we hear this Dustin Denon's response talking about he ain't do it. So who did it then? He's talking about he wasn't there. He has an alibi. He was at a gas station. Well, the girl's gone. That's a fact. That's an undeniable, undisputable fact. The mother is saying you're the reason why she's gone. So if you didn't do it, how did this girl wind up no longer breathing in here with this? This is not like the child was slapped or something and, oh, there's no evidence to prove who did it. No, the girl's no longer here. And I find it hard to believe that the mom saying that you did it combined with the fact that she's no longer here and the mother was also wounded by you. There are also numerous witnesses saying that you did it and police are naming you as a prime suspect. I find it very hard to believe that it wasn't you. Boy. This is a monster. 
And of course, in true Blackistan fashion, the monster's brother responded, defending him as well, claiming that he's innocent. So let's watch this and then we'll chat. It's all behind emotions. And now she's so hurt that she don't know when you, when you do so much bad and evil to people, you don't know who who is coming from. So you just assuming one person. And, and it's just nonsense. I'm trying to clear all this up because my brother is 100 percent innocent. Stressful. That, that's stressful. Like, you know, he over here, he nervous. He, he, he nervous, you know. If he wasn't innocent, he'll take off, you know, and leave. We got places all over. But he's innocent. He's willing. If he's willing, if they're willing to go get the video today, he's willing to turn himself in today. He want to prove his innocence, but he know it's hard behind the bars to prove you're innocent. So if they willing to send an officer, the detective, to the two gas stations on 45 and Rankin, the Shells, across from the McDonald's on 45 and Rankin, right off the freeway, in the in the um, egg sign off of 1960 and 45, if they willing to get them videos today, we will turn out. He will turn himself in today. And if they're willing to get the and if they're willing to get the call record from the phone towers, that he been proven to be on the north side all throughout the night. I was with a whole female all night. Okay. So again, in true Blackistan fashion, instead of holding this dude accountable when the evidence is undeniable, he's claiming that he's innocent. Talking about this camera footage that proves he was at a gas station miles away. When this happened, even though this fool has a criminal rap sheet that's a mile long and his baby mama is saying that he did the same thing to her a few years back, okay? So I wanna get into the criminal rap sheet, but let's look at the baby mama's response to all this. So the baby mama says, my testimony for the people who wasn't on my live last month, the father of my child tried to end my life, but let me break it down. I moved in my own apartment in April. He came home in April. He asked, could he see his daughter? Me being a great baby mama and trying to let him be a father, I took my child to where he was. When I got there, he started putting his hands on me, took my debit card, and etc. That same day, I heard gunshots out my apartment. Let me remind y'all, I've never told this man where I lived. When I went outside, I counted six bullet holes on my car. I called the cops. I kept getting the runaround and was getting frustrated. The following week, he broke into my house just like he did with this woman. And we started fighting. He destroyed everything I worked so hard for. So he has an MO. So what did the news article say that we just watched? It talked about how he went into her home and destroyed her TV and knocked things over. That's a red flag. People who do that, who will destroy items and who punch holes in the wall and stuff and who just uh, are destructive, you're next. If they punch a holes in the wall, you next. Okay. She says, um, he destroyed everything I worked so hard for. I left with my mom for a couple of hours to come back to these bullet holes on my door. I just wanted all my ladies to know this domestic violence issue is real. He could have ended the life of my daughter and I. I was in a depressed state in my life, but God himself came through. I cashed out on a new Jeep, no car, no payments, and I'm able to move out in my own place. Never again, never tell me my God isn't good. Okay. Again, he has an MO. This is dated May 30th, 2022, just two years ago. Just two years ago, 24 months ago, he did the same damn thing to his previous girlfriend, okay? This is a red flag, y'all. 
So this Dusty has a documented history of violence against women. Just two years ago, the baby mama talked about how he tried to take her out too in the same manner. So he came into her house, showed up unannounced, just like he did with this woman recently. He also destroyed her property. He also shot at her home. He did the same thing over. The best indicator and predictor of future behavior is past behavior. Okay, this is why we have to do our due diligence to learn more about who we bring around our children before deciding to do so. So ladies, if a guy you meet says, oh, my baby mama is crazy. Oh, my ex crazy. She be lying on me. That's what they all say. So instead of taking their word for it, I'm going to need for you to validate what he's saying. A simple Facebook search of the ex pulled this up. Okay. So again, we need to do our research. Don't just take their word for it. Be cautious. She was only with this man for months. Be cautious before you decide to proceed to the next level and have um, new people around your children. Okay, so let's look at this fool's criminal rap sheet that also illustrates his propensity for violence against women. Because Facebook posts and third-party commentary and an excess feedback is one thing. I personally clock that as a major red flag. I'm not going to hang out to find out whether or not it's accurate or whether or not these allegations are true or not if I saw something like this. But for those of you who still would, court documents are easily searchable. Things like arrest records, felony conviction records, black and white legal documents are all public record that you can easily research that tell the unbiased truth about a person's character. And this fool's rap sheet, the culprit here who did this to this poor little girl, it's a mile long. Okay, so he has a documented history of being violent and abusive. So, and it makes sense. People who end the lives of children typically do. They don't just go from being Mr. Rogers or Sesame Street to being deadly people who are fatally assaulting children. They're usually major red flags that are glaring. Black women, we just have to do our due diligence to be able to recognize them. Okay, so let's watch this video about his long criminal record rap sheet. Got into an argument with her over a cake. While Jeremiah Jones claims to Fox 26 he's innocent, he's got quite the rap sheet at just 22 years old. When he's 18 years old in 2018, you've got a page worth of criminal offenses in Harris County. The criminal justice system gave Jones break after break, but that didn't stop him from racking up new criminal charges while out on bond. He was even out on bond in Fort Bend County. Five days ago, he pled guilty to felony theft and was sentenced to 172 days. And then I see time served. Get this. The Fort Bend County DA's office tells us Jones served as 172 days while being in and out of the Harris County Jail and Fort Bend County Jail for bond violations. Instead of revoking his bond for felon in possession of a weapon, 338th Criminal District Court Judge Ramona Franklin just raised the bond amount higher. Jones bonded out yet again on June 1st. He's actually out on now three felony bonds because he's out on the burglary again. He's out on the felon in possession of a weapon, a gun again. Now he's out on another felony evading arrest. On Monday, police say Jones shot his ex-girlfriend and then shot and killed her nine-year-old daughter in the Heights. Before she was even shot, he went directly to the bedroom and 
for the most part, executed this nine-year-old girl. We asked Jones if he's innocent. Why did his ex-girlfriend say he shot the little girl? Honestly, ma'am, I really don't. I really don't know. I'm just trying to get all of this to resolve. I'm trying to because I was at a gas station on camera minutes before they say, within probably like 15 to 20 minutes before they even say said that this happened. Now she became the 175th victim of what I call the Harris County bond pandemic. The bottom line is none of this should have ever, ever happened. Okay. So this Dusty had a documented history of being erratic, volatile, and violent. A lot of gun violence. He had a checkered past of victimizing people. A simple web search would have revealed all of this. And you know how I know? I found all of this by myself. Just like the news did. So y'all know my um, my bachelor's degree is in journalism and investigative journalism. They teach you how to find all of this stuff. So the news just simply conducted a criminal history search because everything that you need to know about someone that you're dating is all public record, y'all. Okay, so let me show you guys his rap sheet. Look at this, y'all. Look at this. The dude was only 22 years old. As soon as he turned legal, he engaged in this degenerate bullish. Okay, because this, this dates back to 2018. So it sounds like shortly after he turned 18, he engaged in this degenerate remedial behavior. We see um, deadly assault with a weapon. We see evading arrest. We see terroristic threats of a family household here. We see uh, felony possession of weapons back in 2020, terroristic threats of a family household again, burglary of habitation, out-of-state fugitive, theft, 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 trespassing charges, just a mile-long rap sheet. All I needed was this dude's first and last name to find this, y'all. This is ridiculous. And these terroristic threats of a household, this is 2020. So I remember the baby mama's post about when he tried to end her life and when he shot up her home, that was in 2020. So this charge is likely related to the mother of his children. Y'all, and you can even pull up the actual complaint to get more granular level details on what happened and who was involved. So let all this is public record, y'all. All of this is public record. All this is legal. All this is um, for transparency. Courts will provide this information. All this is easily searchable. So let's pull up the complaint related to the mother of his children. Okay, so it says that the defendant came to the complainant's apartment in an effort to reconcile. Um, she saw that he had a small black firearm that looked similar to a 40 caliber Glock, a semi-automatic pistol, just a little smaller. Um, she stated that the defendant took the pistol out of his waistband and put it on a counter. The complainant was adamant about not reconciling, so he left. Okay, so this is the baby mama here, y'all. And this just happened two years ago. So I can't emphasize this enough. It's so important to diligently research and validate and bet who you're dealing with because a simple search would have revealed all this information. This is his MO. So he just did this back in 2020 with his baby mama. 
He entered her apartment while she was sleeping and assaulted her again. This is his MO. He has a documented history of doing this. What did I say? The best indicator of future behavior is past behavior, okay? Let's see. Um, she messaged him saying, you shut up my door in my car and can't give me no explanation for that lame-ish. He says, no worries. I'm going to show y'all what happened to mother effers in my city when they run their mouth like they untouchable. And I put that on your daughter. Y'all. So he even has a documented history of threatening his ex's daughter. He said, I put that on your daughter in 2020 to the mother of his children. Then he said, goofy ass clown, haha, you right, I'm gonna bring the words to you in the streets. Have your daughter without her moms, okay? So he's threatening to take her out and then also threatened, he says, I put that on your daughter. That sounds like a threat to the child to me. Then he sent Facebook messages saying, I don't care what you're talking about. If I'm a shoot, I'm a shoot. Told y'all he has a history of harming women. I don't care who you need to talk to, but you need to get the information to this woman that I don't play games. She lying on my name, starting drama. Tell her don't make me pull up where she resides. Told y'all. And what did he do? He pulled up where she resided. And he also pulled up to this young woman's who, um, daughter he eventually ended up ending her life. Do y'all see what I mean? So this just happened with another woman two years ago. These are major red flags. I found this just by having a man's government. So black women, we have to do our due diligence before we bring anyone around our children. I'll say it again because I can't emphasize this enough. Divest and vet. Divest and vet, both. We have to do both of those. It's a necessity. This will help you avoid a lot of this nonsense. So number one, you need to divest, of course, which will decrease your likelihood of running into people like this, okay? And I had a detractor come to my page yesterday and say, well, no, I believe that, you know, there are some good whack men. Let's play devil's advocate in and agree and say, yes, there may be some, but guess what? That's a very small percentage. Just saying some implies that that's a very small number of these dudes who are actually good people. And statistically, the odds are not in your favor. Okay. So if we look at the data and the research and the statistics, these are the most incarcerated, most felony convicted, most violent crime convicted groups of men. So instead of trying your luck, and gambling with your future and closing your eyes, crossing your fingers and praying for the best. Instead of walking into a burning building and hoping that you survive because, hey, there's some people who survive burning buildings after walking into them and they're on fire. You should divest and be smart and be strategic and be intentional and explore all of your options where the likelihood for success are higher and the odds are more in your favor. Okay, so that's step number one, divest. In addition to that, vet, 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 vet. That's step number two. Did I say vet? Vet. I can't emphasize that enough. Vet. I don't care if he's purple, brown, pink, white, or blue. Before you enter a relationship with anyone, get his government. Conduct thorough searches of his background to ensure there are no red flags like this. This is all 
easily accessible public records, y'all. So you should be, anytime you meet a new person, searching municipal court records to see his criminal history and arrest records. You should be researching probate court records to see if the guy is secretly married or if he has previously been married and he's lying about that or if he has outstanding child support lawsuits that's in arrearage. Research property records to ensure that he owns the home that he says he does or if it's just his homeboy's house and he's stunting or it's just an Airbnb. Be ruthless, y'all. Be ruthless. You cannot be too cautious in this day and age, especially if you have children, y'all. This is your life. This is your children's life. You have to be intentional and strategic about your safety and about ensuring that you are only in situations that align in your best interests. You have direct control over who you allow to have access to you and your kids. Do not allow them to become casualties like this. Okay. All right, y'all. I know that was a tough one. Thanks so much for hanging in there with me. Thanks for listening. Until next time, see you guys. Bye. Red iPhone. Can you please bring it to the sound stage? Red iPhone, appreciate it.